Thank you, Arena. So today's going to be a little bit different day. Um, let me explain a couple of things to you. Uh, first of all, Joey, I'm so glad to see you. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I have to do it here for Now let me tell you why I'm so glad to see you. Because Pastor Ken and Pat have had car trouble down around Newberry. And by the time we got the information, there was no way to go and get them and get them back here in time. And Joey was teaching downstairs, and so he was pulled aside and said, Guess what? <laughs> You're preaching today. And so he's uh, done the prepared, so I'll pray for him today. Uh, as we begin this morning, uh, like we do right before the fourth all the time, uh, we do the salute to the armed forces. And we're going to have the choir sing uh, every, and by the way, we got several in the choir who are out sick today. Um, so pray for them. Uh, we're going to sing every song of every branch of the armed forces. And we ask those of you who have served in the armed forces, when the song for your branch of service is played and sung, will you please stand? And while that is going on, remain standing for your song. And then, folks, you know what they did, just cheer for those folks who have served our country and us. So, we'll sing, you stand, and then at the end, you'll all stand and we'll applaud you.
together our voices in song this morning as the praise team joins us here and as our choir makes their way into the congregation. We're going to sing first, open up the heavens.
Good morning. I'm so surprised to see you this morning. I'll just be honest with you. I was having a really good time with our young people, our youth over in the old section of the church, and was really just enjoying them. And I just want to thank Kyle. God bless you. And Brady, where are you, Brady? Where's he at? There he is. He's on the 50-yard line. Okay. Jocelyn, I think I know you. Yeah, there she is. She won't. Yeah, I see you. Okay. Thank y'all. These, these three were very inspirational to me today. Uh, maybe my first time with them, just we were sitting in there talking and, and we were uh, just getting to know each other. And then God surprises. And so pray for Ken. Uh, pray. Uh, I've been stuck with 26 before. It's not a fun experience. Uh, cars just blow right by you. You know, shake the car and all that good stuff. Hopefully he got off the road and everything like that. But keep him in your prayers uh, during the stop. But, uh, folks, I, I just want to tell you this. First of all, I'm glad to be born again believer. I'm thankful that Jesus Christ came and died on the cross for me. When I say Jesus loves, I say me. Jesus loves me. I make it very personal. I'm so glad he loves you, but I'm so glad he loves me. It's very personal to me that, that love that he has for me, and I know he has for you, and, and I'm thankful for that. But I'm also thankful that I'm a citizen of the United States of America. Amen. I'm thankful for those who lay down their lives so that we can have the freedoms that we have here. And I'm thankful that God has had his hands on this country and has protected us in so many ways. And I'm thankful for the church that has been a light to this world and has protected our faith is I think is strengthened this country. Uh, I had two grandparents, fathers, who both fought in World War II and shared this God bless her. She, uh, she just gave me some pictures of my, my grandmother and my mom and papa and he was in this dress. He was in his, his military clothing and stuff like that. And Papa was always thin, but boy he looked thin in that military those colors, but I was proud of their faithfulness in serving our country and was willing to, to fight for that freedom. And so, and you know, I want to thank each man and one here today who has uh, committed themselves to serving us in that manner. I just want to thank you for that. Uh, well, I just want to tell you a side story. My wife cringes when I start, Jen's cringes when I start talking about this, but yesterday was a crazy day for me. Uh, it wasn't, my, we have a swimming pool. We have an in-ground swimming pool. And I have a love-hate relationship with that pool. <laughs> I hardly, I always, my, I hardly ever get in it now. And, I, and one of the reasons is because every time I get in, I realize that something needs to be done. And I get in and I start doing it. But yesterday, that pool would not work with me. I tried everything to get the motor running and and everything like that. And uh, I was already planning to get somebody to come in and fill that hole up and just put grass over it and just get done with that swimming pool. I was that frustrated with it. And Shannon talked me off the ledge. God bless her. And she says, and so I just backed off from it, did some things I thought might help. And I said, I'll come back in an hour or two. Did that. Came back an hour or two. Did the same things I've done a thousand times before. This time, and uh, motor, um, 
uh, started up, kicked off, and everything started working and everything like that. And Shannon came up with me. She said, You need to get in that pool. I said, You're right. It was late. It was late. I didn't get in it after dark, but I got in it last night, and we got in our little tube, and we were just floating around. Next thing I know, all these explosions started taking place. <laughs> Fireworks. Man, you live a lot with that road, you get free entertainment during 4th of July. I don't know if y'all, I mean, y'all live out there. God bless them. Those people are patriotic. So I just lay there and I said, I, I told uh, what Sunday school class I, I saw before going into the youth group. I said, man, I got patriotic right quick with all the explosions. Now, my poor golden retriever went nuts. He, also, he actually tried to jump in and pull with Shannon because he was so scared of the fireworks. But uh, uh, it's a great time to be an American. And some people will tell you that's not true, but it is. I've been seeing these days coming for a long time. But to be an American today, to be a born-again believer in America today means that you need to be a soldier for Jesus Christ. You need to stand up and be accountable for it. It is time, and the passage of Scripture I want you to look at today is found in Joshua chapter 1. And Joshua is preparing the people to go into the promised land. And God is preparing Joshua, and he's preparing uh, the people of Israel as they go into the promised land to claim what was theirs. But even though it was theirs, they had to fight for it. In this one verse, and again, youth, I want to thank y'all. It was on your wall. And this is a verse they're going to memorize. Okay? This is the verse, this is their verse. I'm, I'm really putting a challenge on right now. Verse 9. Notice what it says. Let's stand and read this word together. Okay? I'll read you, listen. Listen to God. Praise the Lord. Have I not commanded you? Stop. What's that, what does that mean? It's commandment. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I played sports. Coaches commanded me to do a lot of things. My parents just commanded me to do a lot of things. I believe every service person here today, your sergeant commanded you to do something. So you all know what it means to be commanded to do something, right? But God has commanded you to do this. Okay? You ready? It says, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you. You may be seated. Let's, let's pray together. Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, I look forward to seeing what you have in store for us. Lord, I pray that you hide me behind the cross. And I pray, Father, that Christ will be high and lifted up. Lord, we do pray for Ken and his family as they are uh, on 26, and we pray for their safety. Lord, I pray for each person here today, Lord, as we look at this passage of Scripture, we look at this command. Lord, I know it was to Israelites, but we as Christians here today in the United States need to take heed to this command. And to realize, Lord, that we're commanded to be strong and courageous. And I pray, Father, that each one of us will leave knowing, Father, 
that you're with us. And Father, we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. This passage of Scripture is one of motivation. I think we Christians need to be motivated today because we get stepped on a good bit out in the world. I mean, I, I, I see the direction our country's going sometimes, and it, that makes me sad. Honest to be honest with you, I, I get sad. Uh, I've, I've dedicated my whole life not to see this take place. A lot of the things that are taking place really saddens me. But does it weaken me? No. Does it mean that we hide in shadows? No. Does it mean that we just allow things to continue on in directions that we know don't go against the Word of God? No. What does it say here? It says, be strong and courageous. What does it mean to be strong as a Christian? I first think, I think a strong Christian, I'll just give you what my vision of what a strong Christian is. My vision of a strong Christian is someone, no matter what stands, whatever comes their way, their faith in God is strengthened. I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are strong and courageous young men. And then, one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament, they were threatened to be thrown into a fiery furnace, right? Because King Nebuchadnezzar had said, if you don't bow to this idol, basically an idol of himself, then I will throw you into this fiery furnace. They would not bow. Regardless. Folks, they show strength. That's being strong. How do you become strong in the Lord? First of all, you need to know God. How do you know God? Jesus said it this way, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ Himself. So to know God, it comes through His Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus even says, me and the Father are one. And I'll blow your mind, right? But you know what? You need to know Him. You need to come to a time in your life when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That you realize that you're a sinner and a sinner that needs to be saved. It's not enough just to be a sinner, to acknowledge that you're a sinner. It's, a, it's, the, it's the next step of confessing. Lord, I have fallen short and I cannot do it myself. I need your help. And you confess that before God, you repent of those sins, you place your faith and trust in Him, and that begins that personal walk, that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, with God Himself. And it's not just a one-time experience that you, you, you just take that and say, well, I'm done with that, and you can bank it, and you can go on with your life. No, God is involved in your life on a daily basis. If you want to face, if you want to be strong today in the Lord, you better know Him. A lot of people wait till bad things happen to them to start calling on the Lord. I, I advise you not to do that. I advise you to go to Him first of all on a daily basis. Don't wait till something bad happens. You can go, don't get me wrong, you can go to Him when bad things happen and you can have a revival during that and praise the Lord. But you're behind the eight ball. You're starting from a point that God wants you to be in a, in a, in a stronger 
position. He's commanding us today to be strong. And my question to you, are you strong in the Lord today? Can you say today, regardless of what comes, whatever comes my way, I will stand for the Lord. I will fight for the Lord. I will live for the Lord. Not only is it a personal relationship, it's a growing relationship. This growing relationship is that, let me tell you, I'm the same since I was six years old. I'm 57 now. I should know me better today than I did when I was six years old. Amen? Amen. That comes by a, a, a personal relationship, a growing relationship, a trusting relationship, a relationship that I, I can see Him working in my life and I trust Him. How many of y'all trust the Lord? Raise your hand. Y'all trust Him? Okay. Something. Okay. Amen. It's impossible. It's possible. It's possible. Not only are we to be strong in the Lord, but we have to, to be a good courage. Courage takes faith. Have you ever seen those, uh, those, less, those people that have been, it's a trust thing where they do it with office workers back in the day and they stand like this and they fall backwards and their co-workers are supposed to do what? Catch them, right? Have you ever seen that on YouTube or whatever and the person falls the other direction? I'm not sure what you call that when you start to fall this way and people, but they fall this way, that's a whole nother sermon. <laughs> but it takes courage to do that, to fall backwards into uh, someone's arms. Let me tell you, uh, when I was in youth ministry, they used to, I used to go to camps and look up lots of bleep and this repelling um, rope and you'd repel off the side of this uh, building. And there comes a time when you're repelling that you have to put all your trust and all your faith in that rope. Because if that rope doesn't hold you, you don't you go you, you get lift down a lot faster than you intend to. <laughs> but you gotta trust the rope. But you also have to trust the Lord on a day to day basis. I truly believe that God, when He starts us off, He starts off with small things and He allows us to sort of get our feet and everything like that. But I know this much about God, and I've lived long enough to see this, is that God is preparing us for something. God is preparing you right now for something that you cannot handle yourself. And He needs you to be courageous. He needs you to stand strong. And to do that, it takes faith. And you need to learn to trust Him. And you need to follow Him as a disciple of Christ. You need, and let me tell you, one of the things I just encourage our youth to do that helps us in our, our, our discipleship development is memorizing Scripture. Taking the Word of God and planting it into your mind so that when you're going through a difficult time, when you don't have the Word of God with you, it, it is with you. Because God will bring it up in, into your consciousness when you need it. How many of you have ever had that experience before? That you're going through a really tough experience and the Word of God just flows through your mind. Hi. Anybody else? Let me see you raise your hand. Anybody else? If you haven't, you need to get into the Word of God. The youth are going to memorize this passage of Scripture right here. Joshua 1.9. I encourage you all to do the same thing. 
Because this is the important thing that we do is to be strong and to be of good courage. Because we don't need to be afraid. What does it say here? It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. And that's, those are two commands, right? Then he slides up to the next command, and that is, don't be afraid. Some people like being afraid. I was talking about that golden retriever. His name's Spunky. Okay? Spunky's a great dog. But he gets scared really quick. We have wooden floors, and it is so funny to see that dog spooked. Because he tries to get running. Have you ever seen um, Scooby-Doo? Um, how they get their feet going like this, and they don't go anywhere? That's funky on wooden floors. Okay? He gets moved and he tries to, he's got a good reflex, it's just sometimes he can't get going in the right direction. Folks, it's horrible to walk around afraid all the time. Some people are scared of their own shadow. Now, now, now what is God telling us? He, he says it pretty directly, don't be afraid. Why shouldn't we be afraid? There's some really crazy things happening in this world today, right? Man, we have this virus. Man, we got rioting in the streets. Every time somebody gets upset, they want to burn something. Do you want to be afraid all the time? God says no. God says what? Be strong. Be of good courage. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. How can you do that? By knowing Him. It gets back to being strong and being creative. It's about having a right relationship with God Himself. And when you do that, you have a right perspective of what's going on in this world. Folks, God is still at work. Amen? God is working. He hasn't run from us. He is still here. Because notice the promise. Rest, what does it say in the rest of this, this verse? For the Lord your God will, is with you wherever you go. God promises us His presence in your life if you are strong and you're courageous. There's something special there. I notice that same promise when we go carry the gospel in the Great Commission. Now Jesus says, if you go and make disciples, guess what? I'm with you. There's something special about these, these times in your life when you stand up and you're strong and you're courageous for the Lord. God will reveal Himself to you in such a way that you know He's there. And He's always there. Amen? If, he's, if you don't think He's there, it's not Him that's not there. It's you. Not knowing that He's there. Does that make sense? It's you not seeing Him. God is there. I think if you're strong and courageous, He will he, he'll make sure you know He's there. How many of you have ever had some really bad experiences? I was going to list you all my bad experiences for the past five years, but I don't want to depress you. Okay? But through all the bad experiences that I've had throughout my life, especially in the last five or six years, one thing has been totally consistent. And that's the presence of God in my life. And that's a beautiful thing that a follower of Jesus Christ can say. Amen? 
Aren't you thankful that we have that today? We have the presence of God in our lives. And I don't care what comes against us. We're more than what? Conquerors in Jesus Christ. Folks, in the end, we win. Amen? I'll get standing on it. for 
Can I tell you something today? That's what kind of Christians we need in America today. I'm just going to be honest with you. We need some Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's. People who are willing to stand regardless of the cost. You know the rest of the story, don't you? They actually threw them in the fire. This was a Hollywood movie. They would have, the king would have said, no, y'all good, y'all just go on. And, and they would walk off, but no. What happened? They threw Shadrach and Meshach in the video in the fire and the king thought it was over. But it wasn't over. Why wasn't it over? Because when the king looked back, who did he see? He saw four. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and God himself. Amen? Amen. What does the verse say? Be strong and courageous in the Lord. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Because I will be what? Who is he with? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I promise you guys, have you felt the presence of God in the fire? He's there. Not only is he out of the fire, but he's with you in the fire. If you've never felt God's presence in the fire, you just don't know what you're missing. It's special. Only those three have that testimony. But you, who've been faithful through your fires, have your testimony. Amen? And I encourage you to stand strong in the Lord. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity that we have here today, Lord. I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in mistakes. I believe, Lord, this was planned. And I thank you for Ken giving me this opportunity to present this message to you. But Father, I just want to thank you, Father, for each person here. And Lord, today may be a day, Lord, that they need to come to this altar. And recommit their lives to being strong and courageous for you, Lord. I'm not sure what each person is going through in their jobs and their personal life, but Lord, if they've been acting out of weakness, out of being scared, out of being afraid, and I pray that today, Lord, they'll take a step of faith, of strength, and of courage, and Father, come down here and Lord, recommit that relationship with you. Father, there's someone here that's never accepted you as the Lord and Savior, and they're tired of, of their life like it is. I pray that today would be the day of salvation for them, and that this would be the appointed time. And Father, we'll praise you in heaven, Lord, as, as you save them from a life that, of defeat to a life of victory through Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.
Lord, we love you. We thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name. 